Welcome one and all to the greatest wrestling show on the planet. As hosted by your wily veterans, Will Macklin and Braden Mayhew, as well as the next generation cohorts, the Beast from BC, Alec Miski, and the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon. This is Wrestling with Idea. My, 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 does it feel good to be home on CKDJ 1079 Ottawa's new music. Wrestling with Ideas is making its premiere yeah. episode in 2016 as of right now. And we are coming out with a bang, let me tell you. New logo, new look, new theme song. I new feel, intro, I feel, new everything. We A lot of things are new for uh, this year. I'm very, very excited. One might say Triple H took over this show. You might say so. It was best for business. It was best for business. Will Macklin is not here. Will probably. Macklin is not here. The funny thing is... is I guess the second last show it would have been, right? Yep. Like right before around mm-hmm. Christmas time. He was here and I had a three-week vacation in yep. Alberta. We uh, hit and, you with uh, a chair too. Yeah, I was taken <laughs> out for storyline purposes. I yep. made my triumphant return. I, I, unfortunately, they spoiled it before the Royal Rumble. Yeah. You know how they had that Monday Night Raw return? You can't just have the guy enter the Rumble as a surprise. you got to return on the Raw before. So that's what I'm doing here. It, yeah. It's because, like, you know, the Sunday Night Heat just, they, they just couldn't write a good storyline. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's very true. That's true. That's and main event on Saturday is just not oh, so good. Yeah, so Will Macklin is uh, MIA. He had important business to attend to tonight. But you yeah. have the other old guy in terms of a host, me, uh-huh. Braden Mayhew. And, of course, joined <laughs> by me are the cohorts, the new generation, the next generation, if you will. Yeah. Zach McGibbon. And Alec Miski. How are you tonight, gentlemen? I'm fantastic, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, before I came here, I spent a good 15 minutes uh, cutting promos with my old roommate's cats. Ooh. Um, I'm not going to lie. One of my favorite things to do is to stand there talking to them like Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and they know so. They, they they just don't take any of it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Have you ever actually, any of you gentlemen, cut a promo in front of the mirror just for the sake of oh, it? Oh, yeah. I've done like, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At least, like, five or six times in the morning. And then, like, you know, yeah, on, yeah. on Sundays, I pretend Absolutely. to Vegeta and just yell Kakarot over and over again. <laughs> you see, if there's something that goes wrong here on Wrestling With Ideas, I always go back uh, back home, look at my mirror, and I go, Alec Miski, you took my spotlight. You took my spotlight here on Wrestling With Ideas. And I just cut a shoot promo, and everything uh, just uh, goes goes downhill afterwards in terms of a promo. It is still better than it's Roman because Reigns. of the blah blah blah. Yeah, get censored, whatever. Yeah. So the, the Royal Rumble is this Sunday, and that's kind of the big news. Yep. Going into kind this of week deal. of wrestling, but we have to unfortunately, and I know unfortunately, get through the Raw review for the week. Woo! So Zach actually seen the most of this show compared to anybody on the panel tonight. So I'm going to kind of turn it over to him for a little bit, and I'll just kind of bounce my opinions back and forth. Right. So Zach, the show started, of course, with. Um, it was Roman Reigns. Yes. He came out, I believe. Yes, just he was the first of, one to come yeah. out. A total change of patterns because it used to be either a Mc, either Stephanie or Vince McMahon would it come out. It was an authority first. member who would usually come out. Yes, it was. Yeah. And then Roman Reigns came out instead, and he was cutting a promo, and he was calling out... Brock Lesnar calling out Bork Laser yeah. just like that. That's a that's a brave man right there. But he yeah. got F five last week, so he's he's angry. Yes, he he's is, an he angry, angry man. He has reason to call him out. And uh, instead of Lesnar coming out, the Ayatollah 
of rock and what, roll. What I loved is that when Jericho came out, he said he knew that Roman was waiting for Brock, but he got someone even better, and that, of course, being the Ayatollah of oh rock and roller. And Reigns was just kind of like, yeah, I guess you're good, but uh, I really didn't. <laughs> I really wanted Brock to come out here. Well, the funny <laughs> thing, too, about this promo is I think this was done at the last minute. Because you look at Jericho's attire, he's got a full suit jacket on, but no undershirt. He's been wearing that for like two weeks now, though. No, but like this is this is noticeable because it's lawn sleeved, and it looked very very weird. It looked like a four year old trying out his. Maybe he rented the wrong suit. jacket. You never know. Yeah, but it was weird because later on in the show they showed him in like a suit but without the sleeves, and it looked much much better. So then and also and also him? too quickly, he was carrying a microphone. He was carrying Miz's microphone, if you notice. Because the W on the WWE logo was upside down when he was cutting it. Oh. It was so, like, this just this show just seems so out of place. So just thrown together. Just which, so is every, together. which is every week. But, it it, it kind of I mean, sounds to me like there's an Ed Wood day-to-night transition at some point in this yes. Raw. So if that wasn't already bad enough, Spoilers. Sheamus comes out. <laughs> and he wonders why the Rumble has all of a sudden just become about Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. The fans chant, you look stupid, like usual. Yep. Um, Jericho made some sort of comment about his mohawk. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember what it was, but uh, it I think funny. he did. He call him an American reject. No, that was uh, Rusev. Whatever to it was, Jericho. it wasn't funny. It, whatever yeah. it was, it wasn't funny. Yeah, he. I just remember that. And then Alberto was out. Actually, I think all the League of Nations yep. came out with everybody Shane's talked here. except Wade Barrett, and Wade Barrett was just cracking up at the jokes. And the funny thing is, is Barrett's probably like the best speaker of that entire group, but they don't have him talk ever. And uh, he's, Rusev's. Yeah, Rusev's getting much better as a speaker only because he's so over the top. Yeah. And he's, but he's such a great wrestling character. Speaking of well, being over the top, he called Jericho an American reject. Does that mean he's calling him an all-American reject? Is he saying he wants to be like No, uh, he's that calling band? him a Canadian. Oh, That's he's calling him a Canadian. Yeah. He, he wasn't good enough to be an American because he was born he's in Canadian. Canada. Yeah, exactly. So I, thought, I thought he was saying, like, you know, he's a terrible pop song. So... If any of you are curious, yeah, it was all just a bunch of really bad insults being thrown at every wrestler, every way. Like, you know, a bunch of school kids when they come out and argue. It's basically what this segment was. Yep. <laughs> Nobody got over. Nope. It's fine. <laughs> it led to a Rusev versus Roman Reigns match. And I, I got to be honest here. Have these guys wrestled at least, like, once every couple weeks? Yep. They seem to have a match every, like, at least, like, twice a month. Yeah, for like the last just, year. It's, it's, yeah, and it just goes to show the depleted roster that they have. Funny thing, too, by the way, another thing I wanted to note. Uh, they showed a replay of Chris Jericho putting on a referee uniform. A replay had to be put on that. Because that's an important, that if is, people miss that, they need to see him put that shirt on. It, 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 I just couldn't believe my eyes when I saw it. They did a replay. They got, I think it was Chioda out there, and they literally spent two minutes on Chris Jericho changing his referee, or rather his uh, suit jacket, into a referee uniform. I'm telling you, you got to yeah. look official, Moggle. <laughs> it's like, they, couldn't he have done it ahead of time where he had the shirt underneath? But I guess yeah. that, like, but then in, he couldn't pull off the sh- no shirt under the yeah. suit jacket look. Oh, exactly. Right, he can't right. look off the dad doing well just fine look you know what i mean <laughs> chris bon jovi everybody yes so i think roman bon ended up winning that match for anybody who cares and thought maybe would have thought rusev might have won reigns won that match so and then afterwards um, jericho was the ref in case any of you didn't know with that replay of him having to put yeah, the referee the shirt on i need um, another replay for that i just want to make sure and uh they do this thing where jericho raises reigns arm and that's all that and then we get back because they took a bit of a commercial break. And then Jericho is, 
he has like some sort of confrontation with Stephanie. Yeah. And she basically tells him to like wipe that Ridiculous. Like, smirk off his face. Because he's booking matches. They were, they had him book a match. <laughs> like, so, so Jericho can just show up on Raw and make a match? Yes. I jokingly said on Twitter, it's like, well, he's making the matches. How about okay. Triple H versus Chris Jericho so for the, control of the, the company? The, yep. Theoretically, if I show up on Raw with my ticket and I go in the ring and I make a match, would the wrestlers have to listen to me? Absolutely. Okay. Then yeah. <laughs> at least that, there's uh, that. There must be some sort of not or some sort of booking clause that Chris Jericho has in his contract. Must be that part time deal that we hear so much about. You never know. But it was I, I was seeing this and and they acknowledge it too, is like you can't go making matches behind her back. Then why didn't you come out and stop the match? You're in the arena. So, what are you doing, Stephanie? <laughs> like Natalia won over Brie Bella in what was a nothing match. And it, again, another storyline thing that made no sense. There's going to be a lot of ranting in this, okay? Okay, make it a good rant, but Paige, we got to keep up with the good pace here. Paige yes. beat up Natalia many weeks ago, and Natalia was not seen on TV. Natalia comes back, Paige comes back, and they're all of a sudden the best of friends. No wonder nobody gets over so in the Divas division. Is Paige just kind of. We're going to pretend that she wasn't challenging Charlotte for all this time, and like Becky's just kind of taking her spot. Oh, we're, and just... and we also have to forget about uh, her insulting uh, uh, Charlotte's uh, brother. Paige is a baby face now. Yep. This, this, this company, I swear to... I, I swear. Speaking of just... things that the company loves to do, boy, do they ever love Ryback a lot. They, paired, Ryback. they paired Ryback with the Dudleys, and of all people, it's just like... It's not even that I, I dislike Ryback, but it's like... He seemed so out of place in this yeah. match, didn't he? Like, I mean, he a was a big bit. fan of Ryback. Didn't I he? actually, I was actually thought that this was interesting because I mean, they did have the feud previously, and it's like it kind of. But might you together. know, they didn't just put Ryback with the Dudleys because they thought back to May last well, no, year when Ryback feuded with Bray May, for like a month. If they thought back to May, Natalia wouldn't be coming out with Paige. Yeah. And Stephanie McMahon would be coming out to Chris Jericho and being, hey, stop bugging matches behind our backs. So the Wyatts won again. And there's just so many times where the Wyatts can just go over on the Dudleys at this point. Like at the beginning, it seemed like a way when they had all the ECW guys come in that they were clearly there to kind of put the Wyatts over in like an extreme fashion. But it's only been like a month. But this thing feels like it's been lasting for like two or three already. Yep. Well, it's just basically ever since Survivor Series, more or less. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure, TLC they, was mainly, like, their big match. You know what I mean? And then they exceeded it, like, the night after that. Yeah, they? like, yeah. they actually had it be more hardcore on a Raw than on the pay-per-view. And it's just like, I don't know what... But to be fair, at TLC, it was just a tables match, right? Whereas at, on Raw, it was extreme rules. Yeah. yeah. But so. they've had, like, a bajillion tables matches. They've had a bazillion matches, let alone tables matches. But, but like, they've been abusing the tables gimmick. Like, usually the tables gimmick is either something to continue a feud, which is clearly what they think with this tables match Now, I am all for giving Bray Wyatt a lot of credibility and making a main event star out of him. I love Bray. He's definitely one of my favorites on the roster. But is it fair to say that I'm overseeing him beat Bubba and Devon 10,000 times every week? Because like sometimes like the, even it's not even Bray. I was like done with him. Harper and Rowan will will beat the Dudleys on like just an edition of SmackDown. What I don't get is why isn't he doing any singles matches anymore? It's like you can have the Wyatt family do these tag team matches and have Bray in a singles match against someone. Like yeah. why isn't he going up against Ambrose? Why isn't he going up against well Rollins is injured, but Rollins, you know what I mean? Or when even just going him. after like running through the IC division. Yeah. Well, we'll get to a potential program for him when we wrap up this show. So. They're, they're, I just we'll feel keep, like they're keep, wasting it. Oh, yeah, they, they definitely are. But speaking of wastes, Big Show 
squashed Heath Slater and uh, made a complete mockery of the social outcasts, as if we didn't know they were a mockery anyway, and he yeah. proceeded to kill them all. That was What ridiculous. a segment. They, what a segment. Ridiculous. After all that work of getting Heath Slater to go over Dolph Ziggler yeah. in a match, they have Big Show come out and just literally knock out everybody. Because he's a giant. He's yes. a huge man. He has to get over. But he, uh, by the way, did you hear, just going a little bit off topic, did you hear what happened to the Tough Enough winner, uh, Josh Bridal? Oh, I heard about it. Uh, uh, calling the social outcast, social, outcast so, uh, social jobbers or whatever? I mean, he's not inaccurate. He's not inaccurate, but like, if he's You're not just a jabroni tweeting, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're not just a fan posting your like, opinion. If this, you're was, kind if, this, of, if this was like Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin, I don't think people would have such a big deal over it. But it's Josh Bridal, the tough enough winner with no previous wrestling experience, calling Heath Slater, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, who comes from a wrestling family, mind you. He, yeah, only Mr. And Perfect Adam was Rose, only Mr. Perfect was only his dad. Like. And Adam Rose, social jobbers. So with he all the heat, himself. guys, yeah. with all the yeah. heat that this guy has been given, I only have one thing to say for that. You don't get my simpy at all. Not he does at not. All. Gets Nobody no knows simpy. what's the no. He gets no simpy. No simpy whatsoever. So, yeah, that was the Big Show segment. A real barn burner of a segment, too, mind you. Yeah. Like, what um, I don't get is, like, I get Big Show. He's a giant guy. He's going up against normal. A huge normal, man. He's, uh, did like, you know he's seven feet tall? Apparently. Nearly 500 pounds. Apparently. Did you know, he, don't, how didn't big you know this guy is? Largest athlete? Yeah. Didn't, don't you know that Shaquille O'Neal only comes up to his knee? Mm, wow. <laughs> but no, just like he just tears through these guys that are just like for the most part normal sized. You know what I mean? And it's like I get like it it puts on a good show, but big Does show's it? like fifty. You know uh, what I mean? Mid forties, but old. Yeah, it's like he, he has not, like barely tall anything guys, left in the tank. Tall guys and old that are old, unless your name is Undertaker, never work out. Yeah. Nash never worked out. Sid Vicious never worked out. <laughs> how do you at all. how do you explain Kane? Kane, I mean he's he's fine considering the two other names I mentioned, but I think, oh god, I think Kane like had his heyday when he was paired with Brian. Like after, like yeah. he definitely when he was in the Brothers of Destruction with Taker and like around the turn of the millennium, that was a great tag team. But, but after he, that, he just faded off, and then yeah. all of a sudden Brian brought him back. Like that anger management sketch, yeah. I will bring it up. Till the day I die, it was actually hilarious. that kind of revitalized both men's careers. For, for the most part, yeah. yeah. So. Like because Brian was, he just wasn't really cutting it in WWE. Like he just wasn't really catching on, even though he was a great worker. And then that happens, and all of a sudden, it's like this is a really good tag team because like he they're ridiculous. Kind of, with the yes thing before that, he was kind of gaining, gaining some steam too because he found kind of like this annoying "I'm going to shout around" sort yeah. of gimmick. Yeah. But then with Kane, he kind of developed like even more. Of a personality, which uh, gave him some layers and really kind of turned his career around forever yeah. at that point. I also loved, like, when he started cutting the promos where he was the Dazzler. And, like, he, it's like, I wrestled a bear. And it's like, it's just Hornswoggle dressed up as a bear. They had some good <laughs> moments. So, the League of Nations. You know, yeah. why did they just call them the uh, United Nations? That would have been a better name. Because just like this stable, or, or the league, bound, just like the real League of Nations when they first started out in the 1910s, they're bound to fail. Okay. They I get, I get why fail. they couldn't call them the League of Legends. Because for one thing, it'd be a copyright <laughs> yeah. thing with the game, and then neither and none of those guys are legends, so it'd be a lie. Yeah. Um, so they were backstage few. They're angry about Jericho refusing them to. They're mad because they weren't allowed to be on the highlight reel. This guy didn't let us be on our on That's his show. Sad. I that mean, we so deserve sad. to be on that show because we are in the Royal Rumble too. 
I yeah. want to go on Papa Jericho's it's show. not mad that you're not getting a title shot. It's not mad that you got removed from the Rumble, that Jericho caused you to not be in it. No, he just didn't invite us to his talk show. Mm-hmm. The real issues in WWE. Yeah. So, speaking of real issues, Vince and Stephanie did this oh, little God. ploy where they, used, where they used the Tumblr to choose who would be number one in the Royal Rumble. Oh, my and God. Drum roll! It's none other all than Roman was, Reigns. All and then, was. and then, then they going. Well, we're going to do it again just to see if it's not a ploy, like not not a jinx. And then yeah. they do the tumbler again. And then whose name should they draw? But Roman Reigns, revealing that yes, no matter what, Roman is screwed. He has to enter the rumble at number one because Vince is putting all the cards against him. Everything stacked oh. against Roman, and he will be the first person in the rumble. I kind of like that, but this segment, not too good. Oh, this this segment dragged on forever. And it, all it I bet it's one was, of those segments, too, Zach, where you could time it. And it's only like maybe like five and a half minutes, but while you're watching it, it takes like all it a was, millennium. All it was Vince McMahon playing with little balls, which really, it, that's really what it was. It wasn't playing with grapefruits on this occasion. It, it just feels bad because, like, if you want to call yourself a, like, a wrestling fan and you're in a room with people watching Raw who aren't necessarily wrestling fans and they see that shtick. It's just, you're never going to live that moment down. No. That's like when they just had people projectile vomiting for no reason. Yes. It's just... Like, yeah. I don't remember the circumstances of that projectile vomiting. All I know is they were doing that, and it's like, wh- just put it back in the squared circle. Like, yeah, sweet just, Enola Gay, son. Just Lord. put it back in that circle. So, yeah, Roman's number one. And uh, I could have called that, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. Anyway. It's- they didn't have to do it. They didn't even have to do a five-minute segment. All they could have done is like, we, "We're stacking the deck." You know what? Just go full out and be just like, "Just have Vince come out there and be like, Roman's gonna be number one." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, the boss. I can tell him when he's gonna enter to the do, match. You don't need to do very poor comedy. And try, oh, like, who's gonna be number one? The, yeah. oh, oh, it's Roman. Oh, let's try it again. Oh, yeah. it's Roman again. Ridiculous. Like, I'm shocked. It's it was ridiculous. And it was dumb. Like, I want to say 2013 or 2012, whatever was Punk's last Rumble. Wasn't Reigns number two? And he, or number, like, he was early the on. Last, oh, that, the last Royal Rumble that CM Punk was in? Yeah, was like, like was, was, in, was in 2014. Was it 2014? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Reigns was, was about midway was through. Punk, I, think it, I thought he quit like in 2013 before uh, WrestleMania 30. WrestleMania 30 was in 2014. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It is 2016. It's 2016. It Thanks, 2016. guys. I need a calendar. Um, but no, yeah, but like, in, like Punk was number one. Like he started off the Rumble, and I'm pretty yes. sure Reigns was like number two or number no, three. Reigns was and like about midway la- through, no. wasn't he? Was he? He was no, about okay. like he was between I'm, number. I just 10 remember and... he lasted till the very end yeah. and then yeah. loses. He to... did. He had he a lot did. of eliminations. Uh, but he, I think he entered around number Batista. ten or fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. I think it was like thirteen actually. Yeah, it was between ten and fifteen for but sure. Still, thirteen. No, that thirteen spot, by the way, in the Royal Rumble, is always a very interesting spot because Daniel Bryan came out in that spot. Uh, in the year that everybody wanted him to go to the Rumble, but instead Reigns won it. 13 was the one that Reigns uh, had the most eliminations, I believe, as well. And uh, 13, also Road Dog came out. Uh, um, and Foley came out one year to number 13. Always a very interesting So, Tamina and Becky Lynch have a match. Match and, itself uh, wasn't very good. No. It was short. Which, but, which is, seems to be the protocol for but, most women's matches but i like the angle that they're the, going with the this. promo by becky lynch afterwards was fantastic and i will even go out all out and say this was the best part of the entire monday night raw show because she this, even did like a good little um 
quick to the yeah. point promo the week before, kind of selling like, yeah, exactly. she kind of got one over on me, but Becky you Lynch, better believe I'm going to make Becky her Lynch out. has sold this entire feud. And that has flair and the brawl, in the feud. The brawl with uh, Charlotte the week before, I think, did a huge was job. It's, this is a good program. This, is, this was much better than what people thought it was going to be. And, and, and the, uh, I thought if they were given good liberties that they could do pretty well. Well, unless this is NXT, right? But this isn't NXT. This is WWE Raw. But it's like they—they—it's amazing how they give a, a women's wrestler an opportunity and they're able to take the ball and run with oh, it. Wow. Especially Who, Becky Lynch. Yeah, I mean, like Becky Lynch, fantastic promo. Yeah, like, fantastic. I—I I was list, watching it and was like, I believed every word that she was saying, and her. And her face-off with Ric Flair. Ric Flair was awesome in this segment Isn't as Flair well. always awesome, Flair though? is always awesome. This is why he's one of my favorite, if not my favorite wrestler of all time. Because he's always awesome in everything that he's in. He doesn't even need to work. No. Like, I mean, like, in the ring. He no. just has to show up. Yeah, he could just... And woo a bit. He could just sell it by his promo skills And people well. still buy Flair. Like, he's, like, what, in his 60s now? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's because, like, his gimmick has never changed. That is it's true. just never t- it's always like he's it's not so much a character that he's performing as he's literally it's, just he being is himself the nature boy yeah Woo. so Woo, from there we got a pretty robbed. good tag team match Seamus and uh, Alberto against Kalisto and, and Dean Ambrose so basically Kalisto took the clean pinfall which aggravated me it's annoying yeah. because I'm gonna go back to this this match is fine it was good for what it was the heels the heels win but Kalisto has to take the pin he has to take the big old bro kick after just having to drop the U.S. title right back to Del Rio yep. after he won it like the night before. I hated that. Yep. I hated him losing it immediately. If you're going to do that, why not just have Del Rio beat him on Raw mm. and save the title win for, oh, I don't know. Royal the, Rumble? The pay-per-view? Because <laughs> yeah. they're doing that match again anyway. Yep. It's on the card. So what was the point of the whole give the title to the guy then give it right back to the heel only to do the actual big time title match? Because in terms of the story, people were like, well, you got to wait for the story to develop. In terms of story, nothing happened. It was just he won it, then he lost it, and now he's going to go for Well, actually, the story went he got an upset win over the champion, so he was given a title match. Then he got an upset title win over the champion, and then the champion just beat him right back and won the title back. That's all the story is. Like uh, people were saying, oh, you gotta wait for the story. Seriously, in fact, they could have taken it in a way. They could have taken it in a way where Del Rio says, "Well, you you kind of beat me as a fluke once, but I beat you definitively on a few times. How about we make it like two out of three falls? Like if if one of us will have to get two pinfalls or two submissions to win this thing. Yeah, couldn't they have taken it in that regard a little bit? Like make it at least a little more fresh. I don't know. It bugged me that he had to drop the title right back like Aggravating. that. Aggravating. Because I loved his title win. That was great. He was over. The crowd loved it. They were fine with him being United States champion. They bought into Kalisto. And what do they do? They take the title away from him right after he wins it. And I hate the 50-50 nonsense booking. It's yep. annoying. It, the thing is, if they're going to do 50-50 booking, which it's terrible in and of itself, but it has to build to something. Like, if you're doing 50-50 booking, which is regular straight-up matches, you know, like, once it gets that pay-per-view, like, you, you got to... Sweeten the pot a little bit. Extreme rules, something like steel cage, 50, like 50, something 50 to make you want to watch it. Fifty fifty booking should only work if you're doing like a best of five series, yeah, or a best of seven. Like TNA did a best of five series, I believe, with the Wolves and Rude and Aries, and it was fantastic stuff because each won a thing back and forth. Okay, fantastic stuff in that in those matches. This they but they do the even Steven booking all the time. If you're good again, if you're gonna do even Steven booking, you have to make it like a big deal. Yeah, you've got to make this like a big deal. Like, 
if you've got like two big stars that have never faced each other before and they co- collide together and you're going to do series and matches, that's when 50-50 booking should apply. Because that's what they did with Warrior and Hogan. Yeah. Because it was like, man, this guy could win or the other guy could win, and that created intrigue. The problem is when everyone is being booked 50-50, no one gets over because everyone's the same. No, There's not one distinct advantage between any of the wrestlers. The only wrestler that I thought was really legitimate was Reigns, or rather two, Reigns and and Brock. Mm-hmm. And Brock and that Brock thing at the end, a lot of people loved it. I did not like this okay, at all. Okay, and we're going to definitely argue on that for sure. At least yeah. have a differing of an opinion. Anyway, Big E and Jay Uso had a match. Big E won. Nothing really to write home about. Chalk Lesnar guess, with guess, the victory. Yeah, I guess at least it builds to their tag title match on Sunday. Yeah. I really hope New Day don't don't lose the belts. They're, they're but keeping the belts until WrestleMania. They're, I they're, hope so. Unless they do another 50-50 thing in which they drop the belts to the Oso. I mean, maybe New Day will win it back the night on Raw after they drop the titles because the heel this comes back re- the next night. They're really booking this like nineteen ninety. Okay, and then we have they- this uh, Jobberville match where Mark Henry, Neville, R-Truth... I don't even know if that's PG. And Titus O'Neil against the Ascension, Tyler Breeze, and Stardust. Do Why I need, Tyler Breeze? Do we, do we, I, I feel so bad yeah, for that Breeze kid. is the new Fandango, everybody. I'm convinced. Fandango, underrated worker, not given enough praise Dude. for his in-ring work. And he's and he's just put down, and no one cares about him. And I agree. Tyler Breeze is the new Fandango right now. A push that went absolutely nowhere. He's being treated like the red-haired stepchild of the bats in Kara. Yes, that's that's how bad it is. And that's a that's a bad comparison. Yeah, Neville, hey, it's Asto, which hey, is the hey, sad part. At least Neville won the match for his team. <laughs> what else do I need to say on on, like, uh, on Martin Luther King Day? He won the match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they couldn't even give it to any of his three partners to get the pinfall. Hey, Titus O'Neil, why don't you give Titus O'Neil a break? I mean, there's a guy who could potentially do something in the mid-card. Well, I don't know. Did you not see him beat Stardust in the same match for, like, four shows in a row? That Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you just notice that ever since Dusty Rhodes is passing, that Stardust has been booked terribly? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because like, they, they're worried that there's going to be some sort of nepotism thing if they do push him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, I, I you know what? It's like... But Cody seems like he peaked. I like think it's he, like you've you've kind of done. Personally, like, I never got into the Cody Rhodes wrestler or character. I think he's a good in ring worker. It's just there wasn't really anything to me that really made him stand out. And yeah, whether that be WWE booking or just something that's missing in Cody Rhodes, yeah. I never really got it. Know. The only time that I really got invested in Cody Rhodes was when he was with Goldust. Yep, uh, when, like they the the, when they were the tag team, yeah. they were against tag the team, Shield, the Rhodes brothers, and all that. It's and it was it was some f- fantastic stuff that he oh, worked yeah. in. But it's like as a singles wrestler, I don't see it honestly. So let's just break down this last segment. So Chris Jericho hosts the highlight reel, and his guest, of course, is supposed to be Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. And so, uh, you're losing yourself here. It's yeah, I'm just... trying to remember how it started off. Reigns did come out, right? Yes. Well, what had happened was Jericho was doing a promo, and he's. Uh, Talking doing about, his the biggest Jericho highlight thing. reel of all time and all this stuff, right? And Raw then, is Jericho. And then uh, number one, armbar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lesnar, give me my holds, give me my holds. Uh, Lesnar came out, 
And then he was walking down in the ring, but then Reigns came in as well, and they had a stare down. Lesnar came in, Reigns went through the ring, speared Lesnar, and started beating him up. And then yep. the League of Nations came out, and they started beating well, up Well, let's Reigns. get bring to that, bring that in again. So Reigns actually speared Lesnar. He yes. took him down. Twice! And, yes. and beat on him. Twice! And punched him. Twice! And took the fight to Brock, which Twice. that rarely ever happens on TV. And then the League of Nations come out, and they get... Basically, they just get kind of yeah. beaten around, tossed yeah. like the jobbers that they yeah. they truly kind of are. Yeah. I mean, the, upper uh, mid-card jobbers, but jobbers, jobbers now nonetheless. If, now, if, now, if Bronson Matthews, a.k.a. Josh Bridal, said the League of Jobbers, that would be more funny in my opinion. Because they all try to beat down Reigns, but then Lesnar gets up and kills all of them pretty yeah. well. And then, all of a sudden... The Wyatts hit the ring. Yes. And they take out Reigns yes. with Sister Abigail immediately. Yes. And then Lesner. as Brock Lesnar is getting up to his feet from being taken out by Reigns. Because after uh, Lesnar had taken out the the league, yep. he got speared again. Yep. And he got taken down. And that's when the Wyatts took over on Reigns. Yep. And then as Brock recovered from the spear, yep. the Wyatts beat him up, laid him out. Harper gave him the discus clothesline. Uh, Rowan gave him that ridiculous karate kick that I've seen him pull out like a few times. You know, yep. you know the kick I'm talking yep. about. And then Braun, I guess I think just like ran into him and gave him like a, a clothesline. He didn't, even give, him, sort of he, he didn't like, even give him the bear hug thing. He just no. kind of like collided into him. And then he screamed. He did scream <laughs> and flexed a bit. And then Bray finished it off with Sister Abigail and laid Brock lying in the middle of the ring. And the Wyatts closed out Raw. I loved it. You, on the other hand, hated it. Hated it. Explain why. I hated it only because, to me, you. I, I know. I know you're going to say, "Well, Les Lesnar's got to look weak sometimes. Not weak, but like not he's weak, take but some... he's got to be vulnerable sometimes." Yes. But the problem is the Wyatt family. I mean, if we're going specifically, they're four large men. No, but they lost to Undertaker, Kane, who are older than them. But two, they're they're magical. They lost to two people. They're magical. That doesn't matter. They lost to them. They lost to them. Nobody, Undertaker okay. and Kane? Okay. How can you lose? If you want, Wyatt has lost almost every single match this year. The only play, uh, wrestlers that he's beaten was Ryback. And that's Reigns. not his fault that he was booked that way. But that's the problem. Do you expect me to believe Bray Wyatt could beat a Brock Lesnar? And who and else, deliver sister who else do they have that's at least that level? Like Reigns! Just give Reigns the spotlight. Reigns, I was fine with Reigns giving the two spears. Why? They, and people saying, "Well, well why?" Then there you go. Why it looks like a contender okay. for the title. So, no, so it's the, not. they He's did, not going to win the title. They didn't attack Brock at one hundred percent. He was still recovering from the Reigns spear. Huh? Ah. If you if you buy into that, then then it plays a little better. But I see where Gibby's coming from because. The thing with Wyatt is he's just been booked so terribly since basically that match where he appeared via hologram to screw over Dean yes. Ambrose. Like Ever since that was then. that was his peak in my opinion was right there, and it's just like he's not had anything that's matched that in terms of just the crowd pop and just like the total reaction. Well, they, they should have had Bray him beat Brock, Undertaker at WrestleMania. He should have beaten they, Taker. They blew they better that not do big Bray time. And Brock. I do not want to see Bray and Brock. That, what 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 if it's like a, a fatal four way between Bray Brock Jericho and Reigns? Fine, but not Bray and Brock one on one. No. I would much rather see Owens and Brock. I would, too. And we kind of gave, it, gave a uh, interesting example of how you could build to that match. Yeah. 
which uh, would go into the Royal Rumble talk. I would hate to cut you guys off right now, but we got to take a quick commercial break. Some Rumble talk. We're going to go over the match card, give some predictions, as well as maybe go over some rumors for the week and, of course, the question of the week. So stay tuned, folks. Spoiler alert, here's the number 30 entrant in this year's Royal Rumble. And his name is John Cena! My God, what a miraculous recovery! Number 30! John Michael King! My God, Michael, he's coming out. He's a 15-time world champion. And he... Always beating that recovery time, Michael. Oh that would be my. something, wouldn't it? Oh, my goodness. What? Dude, unfortunately, you can't see him in the Rumble. Yeah, no, no that's not. A, <laughs> no way is that ever actually going to happen with um, his rotator cuff surgery. Well, could that have come at, like, a worse time? <laughs> Holy no. goodness. And they had no backup plan, allegedly, if he was going to face Taker. No backup plan. N- none. They have nothing for Undertaker now, allegedly, according to the rumors. I think the rumors. best thing that could have come out of John Cena's injury was the kayfabe article saying that John Cena got to visit himself yeah, like, yeah, for like, yeah. a Make-A-Wish Foundation. That, that was funny. That, that was whoever funny. came up with that was like kayfabe genius. Injured, injured John Cena gets Make-A-Wish visit from himself. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Um, so the Royal Rumble is this Sunday, and the actual Rumble match for the first time since 1992 is for the WWE title. How do we feel about this going into Sunday's pay-per-view event? Um, uh, boy. I, I gotta be honest, the Rumble is probably my favorite pay-per-view event, hands down. Even after the way the they've... Uh, the, they can book the entire card horribly wrong, and I will still watch that Rumble. Yep, That is true. I mean, we are conditioned Although, and programmed to do so. The, the past couple of years <laughs> have been screwed up. Uh, oh, they've think, been screwed up terribly. I think since Seamus... Or rather, heck, even farther. Since Del Rio winning the Rumble back in 2011, they haven't been getting the Rumble right with Seamus afterwards, which I was fine with at the time, but now I'm looking back, I'm like, what were they thinking? And now, and then you had uh, in 2013 John Cena when everybody knew he was winning the Rumble yeah. instead of changing it up and trying to give Punk his main event WrestleMania. And 2014 was Dave Batista. We all know how that went. That was fans awful. love that return. 2015. I felt was so bad. It's just to interrupt you there. I felt so bad in 2014. When uh, Mysterio came out as number oh, thirty, and he yeah. got booed, and everyone so just booed terribly. him and it's like, because he wasn't Daniel Bryan. Because he wasn't Daniel Bryan, and it's just like it was nothing bad against Mysterio. Mysterio was one at the time; he was near the end of his career at WWE, but he yep. was still one of their like best wrestlers and in-ring performers. Yep. But he wasn't Daniel Bryan, and so everyone was on the Bryan. Here are the uh, the so-called announced entrance for the Rumble. Okay. The Big Show. He's winning it. Curtis <laughs> Axel. Bray Wyatt. Braun Strowman, Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, Ryback, Dolph Ziggler, Chris Jericho, Roman Reigns, who is the champion yep. and is defending and is the number one entrant now He's and has to survive the whole thing. He's winning the Rumble. Brock Lesnar, Stardust, Sheamus, R-Truth. I don't even know if that's PG. Mark Henry, Neville. And Titus O'Neil. These are the only people who have been like announced entrants. That that's not thirty. No. Those are no. not thirty names. That's like no. what about fifteen? Yeah, pretty well. So, so yeah. fifteen surprise returns. Yeah, there's no anybody? way. There's gonna well, be so many like like regular roster members can, who show up. I cannot wait for How many cameos do you think they're gonna be like? Yeah, maybe like five. Yeah, I figure it's like usually about five like yeah. silly cameos. Now my big question, are we gonna have Kane or Corporate Kane? Ooh. Or will he How enter about his Sessions Kane? 
Or will he enter as both? Concession stand cane? He comes yeah. with like a hot dog cart? Car- corporate cane could come out first. Or corporate cane. Corporate cane could get eliminated, and then demon cane is another entrant later on, much like the, the whole Foley deal. What, what if oh, Pete Rose about- comes down and eliminates I always thought maybe they Drew Carey. Let's get Drew Carey in there. Yeah. Stephen Amell, huh? Green Arrow? Drew Carey versus Brock Lesnar. If there we're going to go on the, on the record here, who is winning the Rumble and the championship? Reigns. You if think not, Reigns is retaining? If, if, retaining. He's getting. He's having back-to-back Rumble wins. If if not Reigns, Triple H is winning it. If you had to pick one, Reigns. Yeah, it's hard pressed to argue against him because and then he's always ending at number one. So now they can say that there are three winners that have won from the number one spot. So, so that they, they don't have to say Benoit. Shawn Michaels. Ro- that includes Shawn Michaels and Roman Reigns. So it's not just oh two no, men no, have won no, from no, the number no. one position, yeah. just so including you know. Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels. They completely don't say who the other person is. Well, Benoit. they can't. They could never yeah. bring it up. You know, it's just so one Reigns of those things. Like he's been that. written out of history, apparently. So Reigns, they're giving him so many accolades. Aggression. Oh uh, man. Hey, like he'd be a guy. He'd be like what the third guy who's won from the number one spot, which yep. is a big, huge thing. It puts the person over massive when they do that. Yep. Yeah. But I feel like it's gonna f- up everything. Mess up everything that they've done with him. Um, in terms of, we apologize for that. Yes, we, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I apologize for slipping the. I don't even know if that's for PG. slipping the thing. I will apologize. <laughs> what I mean is, I don't want. They're probably gonna screw up the push that they've done for Reigns at this point. They put a lot of investing in him. They put a lot of investing towards him and a lot of catering towards pushing him to the title and got they they, cha- they turned the crowd around on him. Like they, yeah. He's getting positive reactions. Yeah, I feel they have him win from number one and he goes through the whole thing and he gets pushed to the Superman level that people are going to turn on him again. Yeah, And he's going to get booed. And he's going to get booed like he did last year. Yeah. And it's going to be a big, big, big ordeal. Yeah. What now? The problem. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. What, like. I don't think Reigns is going to win it. Not the Rumble. Not, Are you sure? Then just, is it really Triple H the other option at this point? I don't really. Like, the thing is, like, they don't really have another option, but I don't think they're going to give it to Reigns because, like, what's your main event at Mania going to be then? Reigns versus Lesnar? Yeah, like that. that I that's see what they had last year. that match, and, like just rebooking it. Honestly, ah, uh, yeah, not really. It, like. it would, it would only because of the intrigue of seeing. Because if you if you remember from the original Reigns, the only encounter. reason it would have any intrigue is because it didn't have a legitimate finish. Exactly, that's, Seth cashed in and stole the title. And sometimes, so, sometimes that draws, unfortunately. But but yeah, I can I can definitely see them rebooking it, yeah. and doing it again. It just, Except they would actually have Reigns win this time. Make yeah. no mistake about it, he would go over. This Reigns, time, Reigns will win at WrestleMania. But I don't find that to be the most interesting thing you can do with Brock at WrestleMania. I believe that he should be facing Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Yep. I think that would be the best thing for both men. Yep. Especially yeah. since Owens is probably not going to win the Intercontinental title, which is another match on the card. Yep. It's the last man standing for the title. Yep. Ambrose defends against Owens. Mm-hmm. I see Ambrose retaining 100%. I don't see Owens winning the title back here. Yeah. He's he's done what he needed to do with it. He can move on and go on to bigger and hopefully better things. Because other than Brock, I don't know really what you do with Owens. You can't really drag out this Dean feud till WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like, know- like this is a blow off match. Last Man Standing is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I, I am excited for that match. You gonna go Last Man Standing just having another singles match at the pay per view? Uh, 
no. It, like, yeah, the next show, like, Fastlane is just going <laughs> to wrestle for the title after going through a last man standing match? It yeah. doesn't seem likely. Well, if, if they were going to have Reigns retain, maybe they would do... It's the three main people I think that are likely going to win is either going to be Lesnar, Reigns, or Triple H. Mm-hmm. If Lesnar wins, and they do do Lesnar, Lesnar and Reigns at uh, WrestleMania, mm-hmm. then I do see them doing Wyatt Family versus The Authority at uh, at WrestleMania as well. If not The Authority, then League of Nations. Mm-hmm. Jericho yeah. and Ambrose would be for the IC title. I still think they're going to do that. US, so the question is also U.S. title. Who is Del Rio going to face? Well, I could see him dropping it right back to Kalisto on this pay-per-view. Then who would Kalisto face then? Yeah, you could do pretty well anybody. You have like a couple months to slot somebody in that spot. It's going to be hard, though, because the way they've booked their talent, it's going to be, unless they want to bring Jack Swagger back in, which would be hilarious. But like, uh, who, who would be, who is like somebody that you would want to see Kalisto face for the yeah, US title? I mean, it doesn't need to be a heel, but he could go up against Neville and they could have like an undercard That'd match. That'd be cool. Title. That'd be a nice match. Kalisto versus Neville. And the, nobody needs to be a heel. It no. can be babyface versus babyface, and you get a yeah. good match out of it. Yeah, you can use it as your and they've opener they've both been around for a year. Yep. And they you both can... deserve to be on the card. It can be your opener for WrestleMania. Easily. Easily, yeah. For the U.S. title. That's what I would do. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I will go with Kalisto winning the U.S. title back. I have a hot potato. Yeah. And Ambrose retaining over Owens. Are we in favor of that or any disagreeing? Anybody seeing Del Rio retaining his title. I on don't Sunday. see Del Rio holding it. I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't see the reason why they would want to retain uh, Del Rio. Yeah, I don't even know why they put it back on him so quick in the first place. Especially like since chances are Balor's going to be in the Rumble, you don't really want a Del Rio finish. That's basically a copycat. So does the Balor, Balor Club members also debut at the Rumble? No, because I think I think in terms of their contract, I, I know that Carl Anderson can't come in until the end of February. AJ's the or only rather, one. Sorry, the only the guy. Yeah, AJ's going to be the only guy pretty well ready to go, right? Yeah, so are they going to like make their debut like at Fastlane in February then? I think what will happen, it will be Styles debuting first, and then they'll probably do some sort of angle at Fastlane where it'll be Styles versus another guy, uh, whether it be Jericho or whatever, uh, yeah. which would be a cool match for Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just have like and then, and Anderson then, and Gallows come yeah, out. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm interested how they reintroduce the Luke Gallows character. Yeah, because it's Because he's been weird. in WWE before as Luke Gallows. Well, yeah. Doc. Now, there's, uh, and that's a question too. Are they going to bring him back as Luke Gallows? Or are they going to do like Luke Doc Gallows? Or are they going to do Doc Gallows? Or, or just Doc? just Gallows? Or he doesn't d- even need a first Doc. name. You know, they could do no, the TNA. They, route. they love doing the, the last name being your only thing. I yeah. mean, Big E didn't didn't get called Langston, but yeah. <laughs> Big E, Cesaro, Neville, <laughs> Bauer, uh, Gallows. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bauer. Ambrose. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a Rollins, trend. Charlotte like, and Becky Lynch for the Sheamus. Divas title. Sheamus, yeah. <laughs> Charlotte uh, against Becky Lynch for the Divas title. I hope Becky wins it. Should be a good match. I don't see Becky winning at all. I see oh, Charlotte really? retaining. Yes, I do. I, I hope Becky wins it. Honestly, you can hope, but and maybe she's a- she's Flair's daughter. She's keeping that title for a while. Yeah, but I I they could do if they wanted to. But then again, we've seen it on Raw before. Uh, Sasha and Becky yeah. at WrestleMania. But the problem is again. We've seen that before. the 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 best thing that they could possibly do is calling up Bailey and have a fatal four way match for the Diva, for the women's championship at, Divas, WrestleMania? at WrestleMania, which could be interesting. And that would be a big deal. And of course, New Day, uh, any combination of Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods against the Flying Usos, Muggle, <laughs> for the tag titles. Hopefully, New Day retain. I'm going to pick them to retain, and they should. They, they should hold the belts until at least until retain. WrestleMania. They better retain. They 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 gotta retain. 
Alec, any uh, opinions on the Divas title and tag title match? Who's going over? You know what? I couldn't even tell you with the Divas because it's just, it's a total crapshoot as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Like, it's just been booked terribly start to finish. I'm well, just going to. This gonna... feud's been pretty good, though. It's been building up nice, but until they start getting some of the talent from NXT, I don't think the division's going to be that strong. Uh, as for tags, you who, know what? Who would you see at WrestleMania for tags? I'd like to see like New Day keep their tag titles. Yeah. Oh, I know. But like, but like, who would they face at WrestleMania? Now, yeah. Cause yeah I'd like, like to see Bray in a singles match, and then like the rest of the family take on uh, the, New Day? the New Day. Or yeah. like even that a couple other teams. Like... Or have a, like do what they did at Wrestle Kingdom ten and have a fatal four way. Yep, sure. that could be interesting. There's enough teams for it. Yep, absolutely. And now for the last bit of Rumble talk, I'm gonna go with <sighs> yes, Roman Reigns winning the Rumble from number one and retaining the title because it it makes him look strong, right? Yep. However, what how who how is Brock gonna be eliminated? That's the one thing. Like if he's a red herring. How do you get Brock Lesnar out of the Royal Rumble? It's for a shot at the championship match at Mania, right? The, the Rumble? Yeah. Or is, it, or is it for the actual title? It's for the title. It's okay. And Reigns yeah. is the champion. He's entering at number one and has to defend from the yeah. number one position. Well, we, I see Lesnar we were, taking it. We were discussing this off the air, and we were saying, what if it's like Lesnar's just going around and he's massacring everybody? everybody. Just everybody gets out of the ring, and then all of a sudden, uh, he's kind of. He's a let's, man. let's get a bigger guy like a Mark yeah. Henry or something, and he's trying, and he's having a little bit of a harder time trying to get him over. I mean, and he's yeah. just like so he hauls he's, the he's big guy the over, and he's kind of half hunched over the ropes, and Owens just kind of comes and, and just clean. like uses his pinky and just yeah. kind of uses Lesnar's own momentum and tips him yeah. over from behind. And, and then that, what would happen afterwards is then Lesnar gets eliminated. He realizes he's eliminated, and he looks at Owens, and he's like he turns into the Beast, mm-hmm. runs right back in, and Owens kind of realizes this. And he tries to escape, but like Lesnar does the grabbing and the athletic stuff, and just does suplexes, and then he just f fives him out of the ring. Yeah, what I was thinking is yeah. Brock would run and back then that in would the set ring. Set up the program between Owens and uh, Lesnar, and then you could have Owens cutting promos afterwards, being like, "And even Lesnar's, be- Lesnar's, you know, crying and all this stuff when I eliminated him fair and square, and he's just afraid of me." And you can that's why he had to cheap attack me after I eliminated him. Yeah. And even then, if they end up being in the contenders match at Fastlane. You could have Owens do something to prevent Brock from winning what the number one contendership, too, too. What could be interesting, too, is if you wanted to, uh, you could have... Uh, you know how there's the, the, the last four, right, mm-hmm. in the Rumble? If, let's say, Reigns does retain, yeah. you could have the other three that were in that final four and have them in a triple threat match at Fastlane for that number one contender spot. True. And, and it'll be like... They may have been eliminated now, but they have one more shot at the champion and one more shot at WrestleMania because they do that all the time now, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. um, so it's so I, I I would not be surprised in seeing you know uh, some sort of there's probably going to be a number one contenders match, and I think that's what they want to do with that pay per view moving forward. Yeah, it's probably going to be a fatal four way if I had to yeah. take a guess. Yeah, fatal four. Uh, I, a fatal four way fast lane freeway match. Yeah, and I don't I, even know what the freeway means, but yeah, it, it would be interesting. It, w- it was certainly there. There are some interesting things just because of how depleted the talent roster is right now. It's not really depleted; it's just nobody's pushed. Like they have a lot of talent. It's just nobody's in at terms a, of like nobody's talent. A, that's nobody's over. A, yeah, nobody's at a high yeah. drawing level. That's yeah. the only issue. So we have one last little commercial break to go through, and then we'll discuss a little bit of rumors to end out the show. So and oh, and uh, we also want to get to Simon Zimmer- Zimmerman's yeah, because this well. question is from last week too. Yeah. So that'll probably actually kick it off. So. 
Stay tuned, folks, for the last little bit of wrestling with ideas. Don't think we'll be seeing any of those this Sunday. Nah. Orton's in recovery, but there is a chance he might make it back for WrestleMania, at least according to the rumors, if... Oh, you didn't know! But uh, we don't really have much time for the overall rumors today. We would much rather hear from Question Man, Mr. Simon Zerman. He says, does it bother you that we have all of these teams and factions going into the Royal Rumble? Do you think it takes away from the individual talent that they so desperately need if everybody's being grouped up? Yeah. Do you think it takes away from being a single star? Uh, in terms of taking away as a single star, no, only because we've seen it work with stables when they disband. We've seen a whole bunch of single stars before, and we saw this with Evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw this with The Shield now. Um, but uh, I, I think it just depends on the worker within the faction. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a very hard time seeing Braun Strowman be successful in a singles run. He's afterwards. not going to be. I can guarantee you. That. I think he, I think he's gonna be a tag team worker for life afterwards. Like I think he's got to be with somebody in order to be somewhat interesting, similar mm-hmm. to like a JTG and Shad. Yeah, in which Shad uh, is like the big guy that can uh, wreck house while JTG Shad is does the, the majority worker. of the work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And try and do that. Yeah, sort of I deal. find like with these factions, it like it can benefit some people, but other people are just kind of there and they don't benefit from it at all. It's kind of like a fifty-fifty sort of deal, much like the fifty-fifty booking they do from week to week. Yeah, absolutely. Alec, what are your opinion? Does it harm a person if they're like kind of in a stable? If they're in the rumble and they're in a stable, like you can kind of have them go on a run, and then you can just have like someone like uh, Brock Lesnar, for example, just tear through them when Which he enters I'm the ring. I'm going to guess that he does. Yeah. Like, I believe uh, it was, like, the 2014 Rumble when Cena came out. Like, everyone just kind of just stopped and looked at him because, like, he was last year's winner, so they wanted to take him down. And he just, like, kind of, you know, takes names and just runs down there and kind of runs through them all. But he doesn't he doesn't knock too many of them out of the ring, but he just mm-hmm. kind of goes through them. It's like, if you have a stable that's completely decimated who's in the ring and then that kind of game-changing entrant comes in, it makes for an interesting match. You, I don't know if it's going to be a good outcome, but... Yeah, it's fifty fifty, like you said. I find it's fifty fifty. It's not too. It's not overly bad, but it's not overly great either for the no. individuals competing yeah. in the rumble. Does it doesn't shine much of an, a single spotlight on, yeah. on them per se? It, it's but, good and bad. Anyway, for myself, Braden Mayhew, for Zach McGibbon, and for Alec Miski, thank you for tuning into Wrestling with Ideas. And right afterward, we're going to get you your latest CKDJ news update for ten o'clock. Stay tuned. <laughs>